Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louis. We need to talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> Hello, you are. We've got to be done. Uh, it's Kate and Mary in the wagon, but Kate, I feel like our guest in the wagon, there is no way other than you introducing this that we could possibly go. We are talking with Joff. Yeah. It's tough, Bush people. I'm so happy that he's finally here and I feel like I should start with a public apology for always getting, you know, like putting stuff out there about the music, which may or may not be correct. So um... No, it's all correct. Every <laughs> single word. It's amazing. It's so nice to be here and thank you so much for having me and talking about it. Uh, well, We're just saying, like, it's it's so nice to have... Um, who people even talk about music is is uh, on 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 a TV show is uh, great. You know, I guess we composers apparently leave our egos at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do, but, um... surely. Shelf, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so excited to have you here because, um, as somebody else eloquently put on Twitter, I think the music is my favourite character in Bluey. Oh, that's so nice. And <laughs> mine's um... Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's she's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, What musical style is Muffin? Just like an expression, just... expressionist. <laughs> Just screaming. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd say peak romantic, maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, that just big feelings. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like a, 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 in a monologue is something very eloquent. Mm. Um, no, like, <laughs> yeah. um, Joff, you um, met Bluey executive producer Daley Pearson at uni when you were studying music and he was studying film. Tell us about... 18-year-old daily and 18-year-old uh, job. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, uh, absol- two people have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Uh, daily was always, always such like a go-getter. He was always like getting people together to make these really... We made a lot of really bad short films. Um, can we edit that out? No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we made a lot of... Well, we're, I, we're teenagers making like... Um, these just little comedy films. Like we did a we did uh, a rip off of um, Jurassic Park, but with magpies and things. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was just really fun. So it's like Hitchcock meets um, Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, is that right? It's or? just yeah, something like that. It, I, uh, yeah, let's maybe we shouldn't talk about them. They're, they're, they're probably I haven't seen them for many <laughs> years, but we made a lot of really quick, fast short films and things like that. And um, um, and, and it was just, it's just a great experience to just hang out with filmmakers and, um, and with, you know, and, and try and make something that's funny and fun. I feel like we know a lot about kind of the, the film that's influenced daily in his career. And he's talked a lot about, you know, the importance of eighties coming of age films, but was there music that you guys bonded over or that was driving you at the time? Um, I think probably, you know, the, a lot of the films we, grew up with I was trying to rip off back then like you know like Jumanji and all those sorts of things and and but there wasn't really necessarily anything there it was more just you know the the fun of referencing those films I mean 18 it's so hard to think back to even what we did 
Um, Mary and I met at 18. It's pretty much just beer for the first three years. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't even know if I should be talking about them. They're probably horrendous. Anyway, but we thought they were cool. <laughs> well, it does sound like what you're describing was happening back then is still to a certain extent happening in your bluey life. <laughs> I hope not. Because <laughs> you do riff on a lot of kind of classic film, classic music. It's, it's... Yeah, that's true. We, uh, Yeah, there are a bit of those influences. I, I think I, I like to think of developed a bit of my own sound by now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what, yeah, okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of techniques there. Um, and Burn. Those, but, and that was a good thing about doing those spoofs was that you, you could develop, you really get to know those the techniques around making that sort of movie because you have to watch them and go, what would, what, what is a real like Pride and Prejudice score? What is a real, you know, what are we referencing here? And then you really get deep dive into it and say, how did that actually work? How did this, where was that theme seeded? So it's brought back later and, and, and hits you more emotionally over key scenes. And then you just keep diving deeper and deeper into some of the, um, you know, the old great works of, um, of, of cinema really and um, yeah so I suppose that, you know it was a real um, not in terms of the music itself but the uh, the the approach to um, uh, dramaturgy how music can play it, it work within different stories and and yeah so that was really inf- um, a big influence I think I don't know maybe <laughs> It, it works definitely. <laughs> Is that okay? It does work. Yeah. So, so, Joff, when did you stop working for mates rates? Because <laughs> I imagine it was a hard conversation to to have. <laughs> well, uh, no, when 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 mates are getting the getting budgets, <laughs> you really hope they're going to share that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think the first. The first uh, TV show I did, well, we and Daly had done a bunch of stuff and I did a few little bits and pieces and little shows and things like that. Um, the first big show I did was a show called The Strange Calls. And I remember Daly coming in and he was like, oh, we're going to do a little, um, do a little uh, 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 short for, short to pitch to the ABC on a series. I was like, all right, this is the last. I've got. I've got to. Pay, I've got to pay my bills. This is the last one. Um, and uh, anyway, they showed it to the ABC, and they they really loved it. And they loved that. One of the things they loved about it was the music. Fortunately, um, and the show got picked up, and and that one thing led to another. And um, yeah, we've been we've been working on um, real TV shows ever since. <laughs> oh, bring on the dollar bucks! It's. Uh... <laughs> I wish. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those those lucrative ABC <laughs> film score budgets. <laughs> so it sounds like Daily was your kind of gateway into children's TV as well. Is did you have any reservations about working in kids TV, or was it something you uh, embraced wholeheartedly? Um, I didn't. Ooh, that's a really good question, and I don't. I can't remember. I remember um, 
having reservations about doing Bluey, actually. This was before I'd even seen it. And Daly and I were working on another show. And we were, I was just going to be so busy on that show. Um, and I think it was put to be it's like, oh, it's just a little show. And you could just fit it in. And um, yeah. And when I saw the show, uh, uh, some roughs, and I met Joe and um, everything, I, you know, I was. Actually, when I saw the rough animatics, I was in tears. I think it was like early animatic of teasing. I was like, this is such a beautiful show um, and um, I have to do it. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and to get me through that first season, I got a, a really great team of other composers that I work with, um, still work with um, and uh, together. And yeah, we... we um, Fortunately, it's it did really well because it's such a yeah it was such a great thing to be part of, and eventually Bluey sort of just overtook <laughs> everything else I was doing. So, do you do other things aside from Bluey now, or is it pretty much just exclusively focused? Um, we we do a few other little shows in like uh, I, so I I don't re- yeah look the short answer is. No, I'm just doing Bluey, really. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, the I th- and and you know the team and everyone here. We we the music. I think the music's getting better and better. I hope, um, and we're um, yeah. I think we're all really proud of what we're doing, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to share what we're making at the moment too. This would be cool. But there's um, oh, feel free, feel free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't go, think go. anyone will mind. <laughs> You talked about your team there and it does seem like a very, you know, Ludo kind of uh, approach to there's so much team involved and always credit the team. But talk, can you talk us through who is in your team and especially with the album coming out and then also um, Bluey's big play, uh, did you have to sort of bring in a cast of thousands for that or was it the same team? <laughs> um, no, it's all the same team. Like I probably do about... Um, you know, 80% of the music myself. And then there's a lot of episodes which just have some really big orchestration and con- and, and things. A lot of the really big, much bigger episodes are work with other composers. Um, and there's so many. We have such a big... Um, uh, we, have, we, I was, we have... We just have a lot of composers um, and artists. And sometimes they come in for one episode... And some, you know, someone I've heard of, like, hey, do you want to work together on something? Um, and then, um, and, and sometimes they'll they'll do a bunch. Um, but I, I'm also really hesitant to name people off the top of my head because I'm terrified I'll forget some. I'm, and I know it's well, terrible. What if we I'm, ask I, you? Because there's names that keep popping up <laughs> to us. So um, tell us about Steve. Oh Page. yeah. Who's Steve? <laughs> Steve's Steve's uh, um, did a l- particular lot in season one. He's a composer in um, Sydney, and and he's got some. Uh, he's got these kids who watch Bluey as well, and they and I think he's got like a, what's a a focus group. I think he's got his own personal oh, focus yep. group. So happening we can what do you think of this one, kids? <laughs> 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 yeah. he's written a lot of great episodes too, and and um, uh, uh, my favorite that. Um, uh, he did, which was, um, I think, maybe Backpackers, I think. But but then you share a studio with Jazz Darcy as well, who's, um, yes, a regular contributor. And 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jazz is um Jazz has been well, I I see she's my assistant, but she's much more than that. She's like a studio manager and also writes a bunch of episodes. She's a really talented composer. She just did like um some Netflix films, took some time off work um to do that, which was um fun for me <laughs> no she's great she's amazing um yeah, yeah no she's um yeah and so yeah she's uh yeah she's got a you know a great uh sense and she really she sings on a lot of the episodes too so um she's amazing um and she's just doing some more in this season as well so um yeah stay tuned for those there's some really killer ones that she's been working on yeah she's super Uh, what about mr twist (laughs) (laughs) yes joe twist uh joe is uh i i wish i prepared more about like (laughs) talking everyone up now i'm like pressure pressure um so yeah joe's an amazing you know particularly as an orchestrator so his background is i think his his main he's writing an opera at the moment you know that's sort of uh bluey the opera because that would i be really wish cool. <laughs> oh, can we get the bill bluey inside voice can we get the beer? One of my favourite ones I worked with him on was Squash. Oh, that was an um, epic one because it had the almost you know, computer soundtrack at yeah. the start, but then it went into like full yeah, yeah. glory at the end. So I did all the dorky synth stuff and he did all the big orchestration <laughs> stuff. And then, and you know, somehow I'm still credited on it, even though like he did all the hard <laughs> stuff. Um, but he's... <laughs> But that was really fun. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's a, a, a beautiful soul. He's a good one. Let's do this, bingo. I'm really getting the sense that it's a, a strong team collaboration effort there Joth but talk us through what the week looks like when you're all working together on an episode of Bluey ah well it's you know it's it's not like we're all working together on an episode like sitting in the same room that's not maybe I'll just talk through the process so we start off with what we have what's called a spotting session and in a spotting session um Joe Brum comes in and the producers and Jazz is always in the room with some really good ideas as well. And we um, work out a, all the spots where the music's going to go. Um, so there's some really like real conversations about what the episode's really about and what we want to achieve and what storylines we want to help push and highlight and those sorts of things. And um, so... Yeah, uh, we start with that and we throw a lot of ideas around the room and we throw a lot of ideas in the bin and then I'm often jumping on the piano and might come up with some ideas. So is um, it like a Taylor Swift writing session where, you know, she's sitting there it's like, I've got this little <laughs> bit of a melody and then Max Martin lot, comes a, in and is like, yeah, yeah, we could totally do this with it. And... Yeah, no, it's a lot sadder than that. <laughs> it's um, just as... <laughs> going nothing works nothing works and you're like i've um, got a week to do this 
exactly. Well, we do them all in tandem. So during the spot, we like come up with ideas, talk about concepts, and then we review a, an episode, how it's going, and then and then we um, uh, maybe sign off another episode or do final tweaks on something. So th- there's often like you know four or five episodes during that that weekly spotting session. Wow. And um, yeah, and then from there, there's um, you know working on a few episodes at once usually and we we um uh, we i'll do a you know rough drafts of things and um particularly with you know with joe you know i can play something on the piano now and he can go okay i can see where this is going like he knows what where it is um because we've done so many episodes now at the start i'd be you know have to record everything have it all fully produced um to make sure everyone gets what i'm doing um, or what I, what I want to do, um, but now, yeah. So now we're now we're all cool. Like it's um, it's just I might send through some really rough things. I might jump on the piano, play something. Um, How often have you just and gone then, on and been like, I'm just going to send through any old crap because I can't think of anything good right now, and I'll try and fix it later. <laughs> no, no, it's all gold. Nothing's ever, nothing bad's ever happened here. Um, yeah, he's, he's, I'm, I'm sure there's been some pretty bad ideas. Um, I think we're kind of, a, I think we're kind of at the point where it's, you can sort of feel it. Like you kind of go, I, it's, it doesn't, if it doesn't feel like bluey, it's almost, it's just, there's no logic behind what, what is going to work and what doesn't. But, you know, when, when, when I feel like I'm really confident about it, it usually always, um, gets a go ahead from everybody. Um, uh, and that doesn't always happen. Sometimes it's like chipping away at it and then there might be some insight from Joe or Charlie or Jazz or, or um, about what to, um, how to make it work or where it, where it needs to go or why something's not clicking. Um, and, and from there, you know, I, I might use, send through some rough piano demos or something like that or um, if we're really stuck, just ask the other composer go help um but um yeah from there I'll, we'll send some stuff out um and uh, and a rough idea about what we want to do um and uh or most of the time i'm just writing it um and then we record um i, I do have to do a shout out to you know we talked about some of the composers on the on the blue music team but like you know a big part of the blue music sound is a violinist called yuka snell and oh i love um she yeah. plays on Amazing. yeah she plays on pretty much everything and she's based I, in I europe do she does it by like, yeah she is. she's based something. in berlin yeah yeah and so uh it, which is kind of works because i'm i'm actually expecting her to send me something <laughs> soon actually um i'm just like checking my phone um no it's just uh so you know i'll send stuff and she'll record it overnight and it's there in the morning and um because she did tickle crabs like, like the next day and yeah. that's like a virtuoso piece right like that's you normally yeah. something that you'd have to be practicing that for a long time to play yeah so she I mean, is amazing I- She is amazing. I was sent that episode through with some apologies. Um, <laughs> like, hope this is okay. And she got it. I was like, wow, this sounds great. Uh, I don't. I didn't dare ask how many takes she did. <laughs> that was great. Um, she's. Um, but she like her real like talent is like she's just got an amazing ear for arranging and um, 
and what the sound needs to be for for that episode and and that sort of thing as as well so yeah often we'll it'll go off to them or i'll have some um, other musicians come in um and play stuff here and um yeah uh and yeah we record it and then put it all together and then it's mixing and editing and tweaking and um me trying to play guitars and then yeah then we play it back and um start again <laughs> and that's it. Hooray. Can I ask what the stress to joy ratio is when you're in that like i mean i'm sure the end result is always incredibly joyful but it, this is composing on steroids like, <laughs> it is a little cause, bit because every single episode has different music as well which is very I, I don't know if this has ever been done before in a kid's show and then within that show you've often got two or three different themes or takes or little breakouts as well so like it's a it's a lot of work it is yeah it's a lot of work (laughs) (laughs) um it's surprising you know uh it's it's more work goes into the seven minute bluey episode than you know when i've been doing bigger series with you know half an hour to an hour even episodes so a lot of those things you reuse themes and things like that as well but um yeah uh um no bluey's um uh yeah it's and and we're we're really there's i think there's a added pressure of, of the show being so loved as well that we're all wanting everything to be perfect well i'm i am and um and so really trying to if there's, if there's something more the show can be we'll just um, any the like my job is really to elevate it, it, it to everything it can be, um, and uh, if the it, you know we're always finding way if there's another if we've finished it and we find something else that we really know will elevate this episode even more or a new approach we'll 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 do that we'll even if it's yeah the day before delivery we're just going <laughs> oh wait oh, that's what it should be that'll be amazing. Uh... Um, Joff, you've talked about some of the four real life people you're tapping into this process, but the, uh, let's go to the formerly four real life people that you tap in the Ludwigs and the Johann Sebastians, um, who you so kindly credit, uh, in <laughs> some of the... <laughs> so much easier if you could keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. Keep it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, did it feels like you know for every every new generation seems a bit more remote from those old classics or removed possibly did, did you feel like you were going a bit crazy brave in that first season to bring in so many classical composers and were you surprised by the response ah oh, yeah um no i think it was just like there is, it's just like, it's just something, it's just so fun to murder those pieces. It's um, <laughs> just, it's a just, they just all, um, I don't know, they, it's, they're, they're so well known. I, I don't know, I, it's, I'm always curious about what kids' reactions are to, to those because there's not that whole background of uh, it, of it being, you know, a concert hall, that piece that's being, um, played with in a fun way so there's there's a which is a lot of the games are a bit like that you know they'll be playing hotel but it's actually no this is our hotel this is bluey and bingo's hotel (laughs) um 
And I think there's a spirit in that of taking these pieces and um, and going, no, this is a bluey version of Beethoven sort of thing. Um, but, you know, sometimes we're really, you know, we, we go fairly legit with them, I guess. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, the, you know, they're great pieces of music and, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't... Yeah, may I don't. I'm not sure actually. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what the response is actually. <laughs> so, um, I think a lot of parents like the idea of kids listening to classical music too. Oh yeah, um, you feel like you're vaguely educational when you're sticking your kid in front of the telly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like hold on. This is this is a value. Learn life lesson. lessons and yeah. classical music, kids. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I love so much different music, um, and yeah, I, I'm I'm glad it's getting kids really interested in in different tunes as well, pieces of music, and, and instrumental music actually is in itself. That's um, uh, and yeah, that's cool. Which brings me to my next question. When are we going to see Bluey meets the orchestra? Like this is, we need to get like symphony orchestra to with like Bluey cartoons and introducing instruments. I don't uh, know. Can we, can we make this happen? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to carve out time yes. and really, I really do want to make this happen. I think it'll be really, um, yeah, I, it, I, it's, 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 it's on my radar and then hopefully we can, hopefully we can do something. I I I, can't, I don't know what I can say, but there's there's <laughs> nothing like bubbling, but there's something bubbling in my head. <laughs> well, you know, well, any bubbling is good bubbling, I say. Yeah, no, I think that'd be so much fun. I, I just I'd also love to uh, perform again. I haven't performed for a long time, so um, I love the idea of of joining them and making the orchestra hate me. <laughs> Oh, so good. And you kind of started to scratch that itch with uh, the album and the instrument parade has been a really uh, favourite moment of that. Congratulations on the album. Obviously, yeah. it's amazing. Um, yeah, what's, what, like, what is your biggest kind of mind-blown moment from all of that? Oh, <laughs> uh, look, it's... It's just um oh yeah what is biggest mind blown moment All right maybe it's easier if we break it down to going number oh, yeah. 1 in Australia or going top oh, 10 in the yeah, US Oh yeah I don't I I actually don't think it went to the top oh, 10 don't on break the US <laughs> I think it was different oh, okay. certain charts went to the top 10 oh, okay. Yeah but it was number 1 on the yeah, Billboard Kids okay. and I think I don't know where it got on the billboard. I think it was <laughs> Apple, oh, maybe that it Apple, got top yeah, ten. Apple, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It was top five or something in Apple at one point, but um, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I it don't know the what Grammy that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I hope so. That'd be very mm -hmm. cool. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm so not part of the music industry world. I, I don't really know what all these things mean. It's really cool. I have no idea how I'm, how to, um. Uh, like slip it into conversation without seeming like a total jerk, you know, <laughs> like at a cafe. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? There's no like, <laughs> there's no way I can. Just hand them a card with be cool about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who? Whoa, five bucks. Thanks, matey. Who likes to dance? Woo! Two, three, four. 
But yeah, it's it, you know, it was really nice and really I was so happy that everyone um just loves it um and likes it. Well, at least you know, likes the album. Um I, I was um genuinely proud of it and I'm proud of everyone else who worked on it cuz um it was just um yeah, it's it was really fun to do those pieces as well in a way that um you know, I could do all the little things I wanted to do in the episode and fill it out and record everyone properly and that sort of thing. So um, that was a really great opportunity. Can I also say love the vinyl? Like for the oh. the vinyl editions have just come out for yeah. Record Store Day and uh, it's Louis on um, I know. the kiwi fruit rug and then Bingo on the watermelon yeah. rug and low-key obsessed with both. I'm, I... It's such a beautiful disc. Um, uh, can we not plug it because I'm going to buy the 500 copies myself? <laughs> oh, there's only 500. Yeah, there's That's only exciting. 500. So, wow. um, and they're all mine. Pretty brutal. You know, if, if you think you've seen toilet paper fights over the last 18 months, <laughs> wait till the Bluey Record Store Day fights. Um, Maybe I'll be talking it up and none of this will happen. No one will buy it. I'll be going, oh. oh well, Mary and I will be lining up for sure. So. <laughs> no, it's... It looks beautiful, and it was like Marley, Marley here who mixed the album, um, remixed it for the vinyl. It's it sounds amazing too, and um, uh, yeah, it sounds like we we you know when we were doing the album, we we talked a lot about trying to get that real like classic record sound and and recording all like seventies gear and and doing all that, and it, so it feels like it, it's home is in on a vinyl, um, but yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so excited. I I love it. I just I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna frame it and never play it. But it's uh, good. Is this the first time you've been pressed on vinyl? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. Amazing. I did some session work back in the day. I don't know what's in. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go so this, is the first first time. this is the first time. This is the first time you've been pressed on watermelon and kiwi fruit. Exactly. Vinyl, like. Exactly. Hundred yes. percent. Um, Joff, your busker dog character keeps popping up. Are we going to see him again on screen in season three? Oh, I hope so. Um, yeah, I haven't done any more busker. Um, maybe I've been sidelined. So, <laughs> no. but we've got a lot of episodes to do in season three still. So, you know, um, yeah, hope he makes an appearance. Yeah. Well, from the very few lines Busker Dog has had, how much, how much head cannon is there for Busker Dog? What can you tell us about his motivations <laughs> and how you think about him in your head? I think he's just um, yeah. I hadn't thought about that at all. Um, no, I, you know, I did. I was. I did have my, try my hand at busking, and um, I made. Ah, oh, I made like five bucks. Ah, oh, hey! five bucks. <laughs> there it is. I made five bucks. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I was playing accordion, and uh, I I don't think accordion's like something people want to hear on out on the street. So, yeah, someone gave me pity money though. They said it's good on you. Having a go. 
I, I, I haven't heard. I wasn't listening, but I just wanted to give you. <laughs> well, that deserves also a song. <laughs> That's like, oh, thanks. Hey, Gotta Be Done crew, it's Mary here, and this is the perfect time to let you know we're actually giving away two copies of that amazing vinyl, Bluey the Album, that even Joff Bush wants to get his hands on. So if you head over to our Instagram, you've got to be quick, it's at BlueyPod, and you've got to enter before July 16. Um, Winners will be announced July 17. Sorry, international listeners, it is only for Australian residents, this competition. Um, We hope the vinyl gets to you eventually. This is Bluey the Album that was released in January this year. As we've talked about, it's already charted its little head off. Um, And I know you've all been loving it. This chance to get the vinyl album is happening um, in line with Record Store Day in Australia. Uh, you can enter on our Instagram at BlueyPod uh, or you can get keen and get out there on Record Store Day. Independent record stores are carrying tiny numbers of these amazing albums. So check it out. Uh Enter as many times as you like. We, you've got to tag someone else and let us know your favourite Bluey musical moment. Um, we are excited. We are going to bring you the second half of our chat with Joff next week. Uh, there's so many more season three hints to come uh, as well as lots more about Joff and what makes him tick. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, it's got to be done. Bye. Bye. Thanks, buddy. That deserves a song. <laughs>